Hey, good morning, Inspire Church. Everybody else who's online today, welcome. Merry Christmas. Uh, what a great season this is, season of celebration and a season of joy, the joy of Christmas. Our season, of course, we've named this. Hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And uh, what an incredible opportunity for us to celebrate together the amazing goodness of God at Christmas time. So Merry Christmas, everybody, from wherever you're watching and tuned in with us today. Welcome to Inspire Church Online. And uh, let's pray before we go to the Word today, shall we? Uh, Father, I want to thank you for every single person who's joining with us today. I speak right now over your home, your household, at this Christmas season. I speak blessing to you in Jesus' name. I pray for right now for those that... Uh, that we've got people right now who are in hospital, people who are in recovery, people who are struggling with uh, health issues. Lord, we pray for miracles today right now. We pray for those that have lost jobs. We pray for people right now that are just struggling in this season. And I speak the joy of Christmas over you during this season in Jesus' name. And I pray right now, Lord, for the power and anointing of your Spirit to infiltrate every room every dynamic right now with the power of your love so that you would birth hope and birth peace in the lives of every single person. I thank you right now, God, for your anointing on this message. And I pray right now that release hope in the lives of every individual in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we give you praise right now and we thank you for the power of the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go to the word this morning. I want to title my message today, Hope is Not a Question. And uh, I think so many times we're trying to work out where hope comes from. So hope is not a question mark. Hope is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. If you are not born again today and you don't know the love of Jesus in your life today, at the end of this, I'll give you an opportunity to invite hope into your life and let hope breathe incredible victory into your world today. So this morning, I thought we'll go in the Word of God, okay? You've got to have the say after me right now. I love the Word of God. That's it. This is going to release faith and hope in my life today. And I receive the blessing of God through the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we go, okay? Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I thought we'd go and join with the Apostle Paul who spoke to a group of people who's been going through a lot of stuff, okay? They've had a lot going on. There's been persecution. There's been all sorts of stuff going on. There's been difficulty in their lives. And, and he's speaking to these guys with all the stuff they're going through. He brings out this incredible thought. And I love the thought that's a reality in our lives. There's only three things you can anchor your life on, he says at the end of it. And I know we look for a lot of stuff to put our hope in and to try to anchor ourselves on. But Paul says this. He said, the only three things you can really rest your hope on are faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Listen to it. Here it goes. And now abide, okay? Abide means to remain, to last, to stay. It means it ain't going away, okay? And now abide, faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love, of course. And uh, so at the end of everything, all the issues of life, Paul is stating here the three things that you can anchor your life on are faith, hope, and love, okay? I want to focus in on hope today uh, because Paul's saying that these three things are things that need to last and they do last to the end. These have eternal value to them. And uh, so hope, I want to declare today, his name is Jesus, has eternal value in your life. 
And if you're around long enough, like I have been, you'll find that in life, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't stay with you, okay? Uh, when you've been around a while, you find that there's a lot of stuff that uh, has an expiry date, as it were. It, it seems to expire. It doesn't last. Your, your clothes don't last forever unless you're walking through the wilderness. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in your world. Your shoes, for example, don't last forever. They wear out. I've just had to have my shoes reconditioned because they just don't last. And uh, when things around you fail, when, you, when your shoes wear, when things wear out on you, when friends leave you, when they desert you, when, when circumstances go against you, make sure that your life is built on something that has staying power. That's called faith, hope, and love. So Paul's saying here, when everything lets you down, if you hold on to these eternal values of life, this is what the Bible's really giving us, these eternal values. So when you lose stuff in your life, you can be sure and stand convinced that you will not let go of these three, of faith, hope, and love. And uh, you may be disappointed. There's things in life that will disappoint you. There's things in life that will frustrate you, frustrate the life out of you. Uh, you can have sickness come into your world. You can even have financial difficulties and pressure come into your world. But Paul's saying in the middle of all that, if you hang on to these incredible values of the Word of God, you are still in the race. And I think hope keeps you in the race. As far as my world has gone, when things have let me down, hope has kept me in the race and enabled me to rebound. And I think to rebound is one of the incredible keys in life. You know, you don't stay down, you get up again and you go again and you go again. And I think we have the capacity today to rebound in Jesus' name. Let's rebound as we look forward to 2022. 20, uh, no matter what happens, let these be your secret weapons of victory and success in your life. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 1. Sorry, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, it says, Now faith is confidence, okay? Confidence is an incredible miracle now. It's confidence, not, and, and so not confidence in confidence. He says, confidence in what we hope for. So what we hope for, so what we lean into, what we grasp a hold of. So what we hope for and an assurance about what we do not see. So this is about, Paul speaking about the expectation of hope. So there's an expectation that comes with hope. Faith has a present reality. It's like the it, like reality of faith is right now I have faith that uh, that this camera is filming me and it's not it's not shutting down. I have faith right now, for example, in my past. I have faith right now in my past and in this present reality right now. But the thing I love about hope, hope is an incredible future expectation. My hope is in the future expectation, the future of God. That's why Paul's saying we hope for. He's saying it's in the future, it's coming up. Hope has a future, it says what we hope for, something that we are looking forward to, something beyond where we are right now. So hope is attached to your future, friend. And I want to say right now, church, get ready for a great future. Next year, it's going to be so exciting. And uh, I'm really looking forward to some of the things we're going to do. Faith is a now thing, but hope is all about tomorrow, friend. And uh, I think sometimes, listen to what Paul says here. Um, now may the God of hope fill you. This is in Romans chapter 15. He's written, to, may, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy, and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So right there it says that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus said, wait for me in the upper room that you would receive 
the gift of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives in this season, never like never before. We need the Holy Spirit because it establishes hope in your life. It causes you to be filled with hope and it causes it to overflow into the lives of others because it's never all about us. Most of my hope is built on the expectation of seeing other people live in the blessing of God, rise up. So hope is one of three things the Bible says that will remain when all else fails. So we need to be filled with that. If you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, if you're not overflowing, if you need to be refreshed in the Holy Spirit, maybe right now, just stand to your feet. Lord, I prophesy and I declare a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit in your life right now. As you're standing, fill them with the power and anointing of a freshness of the Holy Spirit. That joy and peace and the, and the essence of Christmas would overflow in our lives in Jesus' name. I declare that on your lives right now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hope looks forward to the future, friend. And uh, it looks forward to the future with a confident expectation, believing that tomorrow will be better than right now. And uh, that's how I kind of live my hope. Says, yeah, yesterday was incredibly difficult. Yesterday was tough. The last season, maybe the last year for you, incredibly difficult. But hope says this, tomorrow will be better because there's an expectation arising in our spirit, okay? Hope says that today does not have to define you. And I think it's very easy to get defined by the issues we're going through, to get defined by what happened in the last year or whatever. But hope says you do not have to let that define you. You can let hope define you with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it says that you can have a better tomorrow. Come on, let's yell out tomorrow, tomorrow. Hope lives in your tomorrow, okay? So hope says, yeah, it's been a dark long night, but I really believe right now, I can guarantee you, no matter how dark it is right now, the sun will rise in the morning. And I want to tell you right now, we can grab a hold of the hope of Jesus Christ right now. And that not that where our battle is though? Isn't that where we all struggle? Isn't this the place where we come to, where the the impasse of life where hope seems to evade us, where we can't find hope, where it's become too difficult. And I think we struggle with hope. I myself have seasons where I have struggled desperately to find hope, to, to get past where I am right now, because sometimes the big issues of today that I'm facing right now seem insurmountable. And you wonder how you can ever get to the other side of it. And uh, life seems to come at you with that. It's amazing how life comes at you with the sense of hopelessness at times. And life gives you, and I, and I want to give you a bit of an illustration today, but life gives you a question mark. It seems to throw this big question mark at you. And uh, I'll draw, I'll give you a bit of an artist impression here. There we go. Uh, life throws a question mark at you. And uh, I believe it's amazing how many times this question mark of life arises. It's like everything you face. Sometimes it seems, man, will I ever make it? And the question mark comes. The devil, it's interesting that when you're reading right in the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, that the devil comes with this, this question and he says, did God really say? And I mean, how many times in our own lives have we been faced with did God really say? It's his first attack on humanity. And we seem to be attacked by this, will it work? Will this work out? Did God say? Am I going to make it through? Uh, will I ever get that job? Will my finances ever come right? And our struggle is to face these question marks of life that steal and rob hope from us. And the enemy comes in and says, are you really healed? 
And I've faced that in my own life where some of the pain of being paralyzed has tried to creep back in and the enemy would say, are you really healed? The devil loves to attack you. Is the Bible really true? Is your family really going to get saved? Uh, there's so many attacks on our life and every day we deal with these kind of question marks that will it make it? Will we make it through? Are you really forgiven? Are you really a new creation? Um, is, is, is God changing you through this process of faith that you're walking? And uh, I believe this is what so many of us are trying to navigate, and especially in the last year. Um, and I want, to, I want to help you today, and I want, to, I want to encourage you, and I want to stir up your faith today, because hope says something different. Hope says, this does not, hope tells me that this question mark from the enemy does not define me. Hope tells me that what the enemy would throw at me does not define me any longer, but that God has a plan for my life. Hope comes along and says, hey, today is not the end of the walk. And hope, and I, and I want to, I'm going to, hope brings a turnaround into your life. And I want to turn this board around because hope brings a turnaround. And the turnaround is when hope arrives in your world, when hope turns up in your world. That's a turnaround in your life. I remember when I received Christ as my Savior and hope turned up in my world. This is what we celebrate at Christmas. Hope turns up in our world and hope comes along and hope brings a whole different picture. Hope brings an exclamation mark. And hope is saying, hey, I am the God who healeth thee. Uh, hope is saying, ah, uh, Though the enemy come in like a flood, yet the Lord will raise up a standard against them. Hope you can see this exclamation mark because that's hope in your life right now. Hope says, I am the God of your victory. I rose, Jesus didn't just die as a baby, but he, he went into the grave and he rose again victorious. And hope says to you today that your sins are forgiven, that you are a new creation that your children belong to the Lord and you will see your family in heaven. My Bible says to me and it promises, and hope turns up in my world and says everything you believe in my word is going to be a result in your life. Hope is not a question mark. It's an exclamation mark. It says the joy of the Lord is your strength, okay? It says to me, this thing here says to me, this exclamation mark says to me that uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So I'm keeping on hoping and believing God. And the difference is the name of Jesus Christ. That's why we say hope has a name, my friend. Hope is an exclamation mark that can set you free and bring victory into your life. It says tomorrow your future. In fact, right now your future kicks off into tomorrow. Let me believe that with you. God will not abandon you. You are never alone. No matter what the struggle is right now, you are never alone and you're not going through it by yourself. We live with this question mark too often and hope comes and says, hey, you're going to be okay. And I want to reinforce that today, that this exclamation mark says it's going to work out all right, and tomorrow is your future in Jesus' name. So keep on doing what you're doing. Keep pressing in. Keep serving. I think sometimes we pull back on things. But the Bible, you know, the, the, uh, the question mark of life will come along and say, is your giving really having any result? Is it, is it worthy to be giving to the Lord in this season? Well, hope comes along and says, 
keep giving, it's going to unlock blessing in every part of your life and your family and revival and evangelism in your world. Keep serving. See, sometimes we want to shrink back and the Bible says God is with those who do not shrink back. We do not shrink back. We rise up. We push through into the next season. Keep serving no matter what happens in your life. Find somewhere you can serve somewhere or serve somebody. Uh, otherwise, the, the question mark will pull you out of the race. God says, come on. I'm going to abide with you. I'm going to stay. I'm going to remain. I'm going to keep with you in this thing. I'm going to keep healing you. I'm going to keep restoring you. I'm going to keep renewing finances in your life. The, the, the Bible and hope says to me that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's an exclamation mark in your life right there. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. And this is the anchor that we need to hold on to, friend. We hold on to the anchor of an exclamation mark in God. When I'm wrestling with the question marks of life, I find I have to revert back to the Word of God. I have to get this going in my life. I have to hold on to it, and I have to revert to the exclamation mark that God says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth, Jesus says, okay? Jeremiah 29, 18, I love it. Here it is. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, to give you a hope and a future. There it is, the exclamation mark in your life. God has a hope and a future set up for you. Hope removes the fearful uh, question marks that the enemy, that the devil drops into our life to try and steal away. And hope comes along and replaces them with an exclamation mark from God's incredible promises out of the Word of God. We tend to drift toward so many of the question marks in life, but God's promises hold true, friend. And I want to, I want to challenge you today. Let's go back to the Word of God and let's hold on to the anchor of hope in our lives in Jesus' name. Hope's not a wish. Hope's not a wish, friend. You can wish all you like, but I have a firm belief that hope is being rooted in the Word of God and in the promises of God's Word. That's why, to have Jesus Christ as your Savior. So tell me, Don, how do I live this hope? Good, great. It's an interesting uh, question because I think to find hope is sometimes a struggle for us. Uh, how do we find this hope and how do we live in it, Don? Here it is, guys. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19. I love it. We have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Let me read it to you. We, we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Oh, I love that, don't you? That's telling me that hope is the anchor I can rest on today into this season of Christmas, beyond Christmas as we celebrate the incredible birth of Jesus, which releases hope into our lives. Let me just give you hope, H-O-P-E, H, okay? Hold on to God's word, friend. H, hold on to God's word. Here's four keys for you. Hold on to God's word. Number two, O, be optimistic. I tell you, you've got to be optimistic. You've got to look for a good future. You've got to look beyond today and into tomorrow. Even though it's dark right now, the sun will arise in the morning, okay? And let's believe that. P, you've got to be passionate. And I really believe that passion is an incredible gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives that keeps us positive about the future. And let's be people who are positive. And E-H-O-P-E, enduring no matter what. And one thing I can say about having the Holy Spirit in your life, it will cause you to bounce back. It'll cause you to rise again. It'll cause you to get up again. And I really believe that's a great key in our lives right now. 
we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. Hebrews 6.19, I love it, friends. So let me ask you a couple of questions today that you can discuss in your groups this week and maybe even in your, uh, your small group or just with your own family even. What are some ways that you can be more optimistic in your everyday life? Let's bring something out of this message today. What are some ways that you can be more optimistic about your everyday life, okay? And uh, uh, here's another thing that I'd love you to make a question in your world this, this week. Um, share with somebody, not a question maybe, share with somebody how hope has helped you in being an anchor, how the anchor of hope has helped you through a difficult season. How has the anchor of hope helped you through a difficult season? Share that with someone. Get talking about this stuff because I believe that you have to sometimes unlock the word with testimony and interaction. It needs to be discussed. Um, here's another one. Explain one principle that you can use to become a more hopeful person this week. One principle you could use and apply in your world that would enable you to become a more hopeful person in this next season, maybe in the next year. Something that would help you do that. Uh, we guard our hope, I believe. Uh, we can guard our hope and look after our hope by offering and serving others, by living beyond ourselves. I believe that's one of the great keys of uh, establishing hope in your life. And just to speaking to everybody as a church right now, we've got an exciting year coming up next year, and I believe some of the keys that release hope in your life are serving in a practical way, finding a practical way to serve, a practical way to give, and of course to remain faithful in giving. Um, I would also say this, that we encourage each other and we stir up faith with each other to get involved in the leadership initiatives of Inspire Church and discover opportunities where we can serve in that. This is the stuff that has always birthed and breathed hope into my life. Where can I serve? Where can I get behind the leadership and make it happen even better? Where can I offer my services to, hey, this is going to be a defining moment in my life where the exclamation mark is going to define destiny in my life and release me into what God wants to do. And finally, I give you one more thought to get involved, friend. Get involved in something to do with evangelism, something to do that will, will take revival into our, our community, something that would establish reaching the lost with the love of Jesus Christ. Connect with, a, with an evangelism group. Connect with somebody who wants to pray for evangelism and release evangelism into our world. And so, friend, you can dissolve and get past the question marks in life. You can grab a hold of the anchor of hope, the exclamation mark, of life today where God says, I am with you always. I am your hope bringer. Jesus didn't just die for you. He rose from the dead victorious to give you incredible power to overcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you, friend. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you're right now struggling with your faith, where you stand, I want to give you the opportunity right now to say yes to Jesus. And friend, if that's you and you're saying, yeah, that's me, right, right now put your hand on your heart and say, Jesus, I invite you to come into my life. I want to live in this season with the hope of Jesus Christ being my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Let me pray for you all now. If you've got sickness or pain in your body right now, stand to your feet wherever you are. Bottom of the screen, there's an opportunity for you to say yes right now if you just gave your life to Christ. But right now, stand with me. If you have sickness or disease, we're going to believe for miracles. Father, in Jesus' name right now, I release hope. I release faith. I release a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit into every single person online on your lives today. I pray that right now it would be a trigger and a catapult in your life that would launch you into a better tomorrow. I pray that you would have the power within you to bounce back and to be restored in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray for every single thing that you've lost in the past, that restoration come into your life as a result of hope being birthed in your life afresh today. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I declare let your word come alive that the power of your love release incredible destiny into our lives amen i love you god bless you merry christmas don't forget to celebrate be kind be generous thank you so much for listening to this podcast we pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards jesus if you like what you heard and you want to hear more just click follow we love you have a blessed week